pleasant good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's edition of the Coles Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Here is today's guest menu. Charles Edman will join us for the first hour on today's show. Uh, following uh, Charles Edman will be guest uh, Craig Pierre, a member of the Blue and Gold Club, and also um, he is the volunteer in football operations overseeing fundraising. He'll join us to tell us about a project that Southern University is uh, getting off the ground. We'll tell you more about that. Coach Van Petaway joins us also on today's show. Uh, we'll be talking some uh, NCAA college basketball. We'll get his perspective on one of our big trending stories, and that's going to be Coach Sean Woods uh, and Southern University. Southern University parted ways um, with Coach Sean Woods. And then last but not least, Willa Brown will join us on today's show. Here's what's trending on the Carlos Brown Show. Of course, Southern University part ways with Coach Sean Woods as men basketball coach. Also, Southern University Athletics, they announced the return of men and women's golf program and also men's tennis. So it's been a while since they've had the full allotment of athletic teams and programs. Also, Southern University football spring practice, uh, a scrimmage that is going on right now. Uh, Harold Blood continues to impress Coach Dooley, and Coach Dooley once again states that he will be able to name a starter after the conclusion of spring practice. And then last but not least, former Grambling State and New York Knicks great Louisiana native Willis Reed passed away at 80 years of age. That's what's trending on today's show. Charles, good morning to you. Welcome once again. Good morning, Carlos. Good morning, good morning. How you doing? Well, I, I, I'm doing fine. And I tell you what, um, a lot of conversation, text messages, um, the, the big story today's show, uh, this past Wednesday, Southern University announced uh, that they're parting ways uh, with Coach Sean Woods. And, and quite simply, in the local paper, uh, Coach Banks said, we felt it was necessary uh, to part ways with, with Coach Sean uh, Woods. So that that's the big story. Um, I kind of got the news Monday that the decision was made and that they were going to announce it officially Wednesday. You saw that's what happened. So with that being said, um, it is what it is. Now Southern University is looking for a new basketball coach. Yeah, it was, it, it's always tough, especially, you know, in the coaching profession, as they say, you, you're hired to get fired. And uh, so you, you look at Sean Woods and what he did in, in the tenure there, um, he could not elevate Southern's program to the next level. You know, I was thinking about it the other day, and I'm like, where is where is Southern men's basketball the pecking order? All right, so let's take a look at it. You've got, obviously, Alcorn. you got Texas Southern and Grambling. Top three, you can put those three names in the bag and shake it up. Then where is Southern in that pecking order? I, in my opinion, I think Southern is either four or five. Uh, you could say Jackson State, or you could say – Southern or vice versa. And then you've got your mid-tier and then your bottom tier. 
So you look at Southern basketball, Carlos, where are they in the swag pecking order? And obviously, Shaw Woods couldn't elevate it to that top tier. You know, they were kind of mid-tier. So now you're looking to make a change. And the question is, going forward, when do you make this hire? Is it the right fit? And understand that there's going to be some repercussions from that. You know, when coaching changes are made on the collegiate level, what typically happens? Players transfer right across town from where you live. Will Wade was let go, and LSU didn't have a player on the roster for a period of time. And so now I think that I saw or read that there's one player, Southern player in the transfer portal. You don't know if there's going to be more to come. Um, whoever the next head coach is going to be is going to have to build that program back up a little bit. So it's I, I understand what has happened. Clearly didn't get to where you wanted to be. And Roman Banks knows Southern basketball better than anybody. He was on that sideline. Um, I just hope, you know, for the Jaguar Nation's sake, that it's the right hire, the right fit, as we always talk about. And can you at least keep the program where it is in the pecking order and elevate instead of taking a step or two back and then making the charge? I think some people are willing to take a step or two back and then go forward. We'll see. But I, it's just unfortunate that this happened after one contract, basically. Um, and I'm just looking forward to seeing who's out there. You know, Carlos Sample, his name's been mentioned, Avery Johnson. Um, I understand that, that that probably is not a possibility, uh, probably not practical. Um, but, you know, is it going to be a young coach, a young whippersnapper like a Landon Bussy type? Or is it going to be a veteran mm -hmm. coach that's been there, done that, bought the T-shirt, that understands what it takes to elevate a program? We'll see. Well, a, a lot in your statements there. Coach Woods hired in 2018. So... 2018 to 2023, that is enough time. And let's say the benchmark is to have, and we kind of know this by Coach Banks coming on the show several times, and he, I think he dropped a little nugget there. In a five-year period, you should at least be able to have one championship and then be in play for others. Didn't didn't happen. 64 and 81 overall record. No conference championships, no trips to the NCAA. Now, one year when COVID wiped out the tournament, that was their best chance. 13 and 5, correct? And you know, you felt, and I remember saying on the show that I felt this team could possibly win a championship. They didn't get it done. Now, here's a quote from Coach Banks. At this time, we felt it was necessary to make a change in leadership of our men's basketball program. Over the last five years, we have fallen short of our standard and expectations for our men's basketball program. We thank Sean and his family for all they have done for Southern University and wish them the very best in their journey. I agree with the decision, enough time, didn't meet any of the benchmarks. Look, I always reference again to Coach Bussey. He came in with a situation and was able to immediately have an impact. I personally, if they have a, a step back one or two years, hey, that's fine. But the overall goal is to move this program forward. Your expectations, I think they could be in the top three every year. That's just my expectations. 
And, and there are a couple of guys that um, a website put out that have a list of coaches on there. We'll discuss that after this first break because we're, we're, we're overdue. But as far as Southern University, I, I thought it was the right decision. And, you know, you, you thank Coach Woods for what he's done, him and his family, to Southern University. But, hey, it is a business. And now the important hire is this. I, there are several on a, a projected list that I've seen, and I like one in particular. Locally, coached is at, is at Tulane. He's coached at ULL. He's a native of Louisiana. He's at a mid-major program, assistant, hungry to be a head coach. And if you can recruit Louisiana, which I know is a football state, but basketball-wise, very talented, I think that they can do a good job as that, at that. Let's see. I will say this as we go to our first time out. Coach Banks has to nail this hire. He brought in Sean Woods. Now he's bringing in the next one. And to get it right, he's got to get it right. And, it, and this next hire has to be successful. If it's not, then I think Coach Banks will be in jeopardy as far as, you know, a former basketball coach who has success and not be able to get a guy that can get the program to where it needs to be in the standard. That is not a good look. Hold your thought, Charles. We'll come back. Take a time out. You're watching the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slow Burn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. T. Madden & Associates is a sophisticated and experienced law firm located in your neighborhood. We're turning injury to cash. T. Madden and Associates obtained almost $2 million for my injury. They turned my injury to cash. Now, we can't guarantee how much your injury is worth, but we've recovered millions for our clients. Call T. Madden and Associates at 833-PAID-123. That's 833-PAID-123. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thins Reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. 
This Padwick's gush is 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Bins. This is always like never before. There's a shot! shot. So that might be! It could, it could be! Right field! Grand slam! What a shot! That's how you get hot, young fella! Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do and all you guys at BCSN. We really appreciate what it is that you guys, you guys do for us. Welcome back to this week's edition of the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Um, my first guest, uh, I'll tell you what, it, 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 I'll tell you a little bit about uh, Craig Pierre. We've been friends for a long time, and uh, we always end up debating about <laughs> Southern University football. But in this case, Craig is a volunteer in football operations overseeing fundraising, and it is a very important project that uh, Southern University Athletics has, has, has brought it up in, in, in the beginning stages. And Craig has graciously agreed to come on and talk about that, that project. Craig, first and foremost, uh, good morning and welcome to the Carlos Brown Show. Good morning, CB or Carlos Brown and Charles. Thanks for having me. Well, it, it's a pleasure having you on. Let's talk about this project at Southern University uh, is in the beginning stages of that is very important to uh, student athletes and, and particularly uh, Southern University uh, football. Right. But again, Carlos, thanks. Uh, it's the vision of Coach Dooley and strongly supported by AD Banks that we upgrade the football facilities or Coach Dooley working environment, and particularly the locker room. As you're aware, the locker room was installed in 2010 for first use when they when the new section was added onto the stadium. So again, fast forward 13 years later, we really need to update. It's a vision of Coach Dooley, like I alluded to, and it's a major capital capital campaign fundraising project that we initiated. He asked me to come on and help with the fundraising aspect of it. Uh, we own first base, hate at home. We have a diagram of what we want or a rendering of what we want, as you just illustrated. 
it's going to take a concerted effort from everybody. We're looking for donors. We're looking for sponsors. We're looking for anybody that want to give a donation from a dollar to a million dollars. It doesn't matter. There's nothing too small or nothing too large. Uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, it's going to happen. Uh, Coach Dooley has a vision of getting rid of the lockers that we had currently have uh, right after the spring game so we can start preparing for the new lockers. Uh, we've hit the ground running, all boots on ground. We're trying to raise funds. Matter of fact, our first big fundraiser is coming up this Saturday in conjunction with the spring game. It's been coincided right. with the spring, spring game. Uh, strongly supported by AD Banks. Uh, we're going to have a huge crawfish bar. Uh, best barless on honor of Cedric uh, Burrell. He's going to be out balling crawfish. We're going to have libations, water, the whole nine yards. It's going to be fun. It's going to start around 11 o'clock. So we're asking the Jaguar Nation to come on out, bring your lounge chairs. With us. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be having fun. Uh, it's going to be fun. We want to make it an event around the football game. Uh, we're going to be selling crawfish, $3 a pound, along with corn and potatoes for $25. Please, please support this effort. And this is going to be the first time also, Carl, that I can remember. It may have happened before that we're going to be asking for a donation as the fans enter the game. It's not a mandatory mm -hmm. that they have to give a donation to enter the game, but we're asking for a donation to to help us as we can help these football players uh, in an environment that they spend 30% of their time, which is the locker room. We want to intensify magnify and enhance the experience for the student athletes. They deserve it, man. They deserve it. They do a good job for us and we want to make sure their work environment, which is a locker room, is conducive to their needs. Craig, it is an important uh, project. And how would these new lockers, how could they have an impact and enhance football recruiting and the overall player experience? Well, you know, Carlos, today, these kids today, as you're recruiting, they want to see the latest and the greatest, the bling bling and all the other good stuff. And like I alluded right. to earlier, the one was installed 13 years ago. Just imagine having that BMW 13 years ago. It was nice 13 years ago. We probably was the, the standard 13 years ago. And only a few probably had what we had 13 years ago. But since then, everybody has upgraded. Yes. And we still have a 13-year-old BMW, and everybody else has the new BMW with all the bling-bling and the lights and all the attraction. So we're trying to get there, too. So in recruiting, a lot of the kids want to see the latest and greatest, and that's what we want to do. Southern is the standard. We want to be the standard. So when it comes to that, we want to give these players a great environment. They're gonna, again, they spend 30%, approximately 30% of their time in the locker room, be it fall, spring, personal condition in the whole nine yard. They need a good work environment. And we want to make sure they have it. And it's going to happen under the vision of Coach Dooley and Coach Bank. A.D. Banks is going to happen. So uh, we want everybody to come on board and support this initiative. Come out to the spring game next week, buy some crawfish, make a donation, and it's going to happen. We are, we're meeting with co corporate donors uh, and everybody. So all hands on deck. We really, really want to make this happen, not for Coach Banks, not for Coach Dooley, but for the players. We want to make this right. happen. It's going to Right. And, and, and Craig, what is the timeline for the pro uh, projected date that um, you'll finish with the project? And then two, um, what has been the response so far from, you know, alums, supporters, and are you off to a good start? We off to a pretty decent start. It could be better. And we, we really, um, from a standpoint of marketing and all that, we got off to a slow start, but it's going to happen. It's picking up, Carlos. It started yesterday with the Jagathon. Uh, we've made some donations. I know the, 
the Blue and Gold Club, which I'm the president of, we made a $4,000 donation on yesterday. And uh, so we're going to have naming rights. That's another good thing. We're asking all the former players to come back and make a donation. You can actually own a locker, per se, naming rights, have your company or your name on that locker. And uh, it's going to be fun. So we're the first organization to go on record to purchase a locker. Uh, as you're aware, the locker is about $3,700 a piece. They're not cheap. And they're not giving them away. So we got to raise funds. And our players deserve this. Yes. It's something we can do. I agree. As you can see on the screen, intensive by magnify strength, the Southern University Experience Locker Room Capital Campaign. Donate today. Spot the ball. And uh, Craig, there's also, uh, you see the, the, the website, foundation, sus.edu slash right. Southern University, slash Locker Room. It is a great project, and uh, we were encouraging everyone to uh, uh, participate and help help out because recruiting, that, that that's the bloodline. And the important point that you made, in the beginning, it was, it was up here, but now everybody's upgrading. And then also, when you do uh, renovations or brand new project, it's also important a lot of times people don't remember maintenance, maintain. So when you get a new uh, new new facilities, you must maintain it. So that's why we're asking everyone to uh, uh, give and help with this project. And, and call it, it's going to be, once it's completed, and again, we plan on having the new lockers installed before the Jackson State game, which is the first home game. Our goal in Coach Dooley Vision is to start tearing down the current lockers right after the spring game. We are we've worked with vendors that the rendering of the locks that you just illustrated on the on the website. That's what the lock is going to look like. It's going to have all the bells and whistles, the whole nine yards, the bling, uh, new carpeting on the floor, uh, clocks in the locker room. It's going to be very, very, very nice and something that we all going to be proud of. And more in particular, the players going to be proud of. And again, they spend most of their time in the locker room. Uh, and again, we want people to come in and support this initiative. It's going to be fun. And again, it's not for me. It's not for Coach Dooley. It's not for Coach Banks. It's for the players. And and we are the standard. So we need to step up and let's be the student. Yeah. Well, Craig, we appreciate the time. Great information. Um, and we'll continue to uh, run it throughout the show. And then, of course, um, next week, but as you can see, intensify, magnify, strengthen the Southern University Experience locker room capital campaign. Donate today, spot the ball. Go ahead, go ahead, Craig. One last thing: anybody that donate a thousand dollars or more, the day of the game, the first Jackson State game, we're gonna have names again. Every nickel we raise is funded through the SU Foundation. They're allocating and keeping up with all the money we've raised, so everything. Everything is in front of everybody. So we're not trying to hide anything. So the foundation handles every nickel. So anybody that make a donation of $1,000 or more prior to the Jackson State game, we're going to offer you an opportunity to come into the locker room, take pictures the whole nine yards a few hours before the Jackson State game, before the team arrive in the locker room. So you can actually see where your money went. And it should be fun. So you... You can come in and take a picture of the locker, especially if you have naming rights on it. And again, a donation thousand dollars or more will allow you to come in and it'd be a guided tour, if you will. And I'll be the person that's guiding the tour that you can come in and see the locker room and see your money has been well spent. 
Well, Craig, I've been knowing you for what? Let me say 20 years, 25 years. And he's a guy that when he gets behind the project, don't worry. He has been very successful. And uh, Craig, we appreciate uh, what you're doing to help Southern University. You're an alum of Southern University. Um, any closing comments you want to make, you can do so right now. Yes, I'm just inviting the Jaguar Nation to come on out on next Saturday, starting around 11 o'clock. You can get there earlier. We're going to start selling again, selling crawfish and have libations and water, the whole nine yard. Come out and be prepared to make a donation uh, to, the, to the football locker room uh, capital campaign fund. And again, your money going to be well spent. Uh, again, and, and Charles, in closing, Charles and I had numerous debates, like he alluded to, and I went there. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but you know iron sharp is iron and uh craig is consistent i try to be consistent craig and um <laughs> i know we can agree on this that jackson state game all the games are important but that one will be uh take on a special demeanor and the guy that's producing today's show he's a fam you graduate those two games at home Got to be successful. Got to be successful. Yeah, we will. We will. We we, we planning. We making reservations to the celebration bowl. That's what we plan oh. on doing. We making hey. reservations. Uh, but Carlos, off the record, mm -hmm. in thirty in thirty years, I probably missed fifteen to twenty football games home or on the road, and you probably can attest to that. But by yeah. far, my favorite place to travel, my favorite by far to travel and have fun is the reservation. Alcorn State. <laughs> and headed, headed, headed back there for the first time in a couple of years. Uh, I've, I've, I've had some memories there. Not so pleasant, but, <laughs> but uh, it is a, a great uh, atmosphere. Everybody like Jackson, give me Alcorn, hands down. I hear you, Craig. Yeah, uh, I, I've been to some of the best places in the conference, and uh, you're absolutely right, though. Alcorn, Jackson, even remember going to FAMU a few times. Uh, always a great atmosphere, and, and you know, you got to support HBCUs. You really do. Mm -hmm. But, uh, Craig, thanks for the information. Uh, we'll hear back from you pretty soon with an update. Appreciate the thanks time, my man. Thanks for me for having calls and thanks for what you do for Southern University and the Jaguar Nation. Thank you. Have a great weekend. All right, that was Craig Pierre, uh, member, president of the Blue and Gold Century Club, and and he's also he's also volunteering in the football operations, overseeing this fundraiser, this project, and he made a couple of outstanding statements, simple but true. You know, locker room, student athletes, a lot of them come from high school. With, particularly, let's, let's just point out, not only Louisiana, but let's say Texas, where facilities are outstanding from a, on a high school level. And so they want to see that. And, and uh, it helps in recruiting. And, and quite honestly, I'm sure with uh, the locker rooms and, and, and the state that they are in now, they probably lost some 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 recruits, but that is going to change with this project. And the the, the date to complete this project is going to be for the uh, home opener. 
against Jackson State in the Pete Richardson Classic. So, you know, donate what you can, support. Craig said they accept from a dollar to a thousand dollars. And hey, it's a collective effort. And so we uh, wish them the best with that. And uh, that's very important because, once again, student athletes, man, they, uh, they like to see good things and they want to feel like you're trying to provide them with the best that you can as far as facility, the experience. And then not only that, Charles, also the parents, when they come on a visit with, with, with the student athlete, the prospective student athlete, you got to impress. And I remember the late great Eddie Robson talking about that. He recruited the parents first. If the parents happy, that goes 100% in uh, helping with the recruitment process. So uh, we'll get an update uh, very soon uh, of where they are as far as the locker room project. And then after that, they're going to do some other things that we'll tell you about that they're uh, trying to put in, in place. But, Charles, I think you, 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 would, you would agree with uh, the project and what Craig, Pierre, talked to us about. Yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think I'll, I think it's critical. It's, it's important. And I just learned something and, and just hearing just the cost. I, I was going to ask the question, how much uh, is that project overall? And he talked about how much one locker is. One mm-hmm. locker. And I, you know, I'm a cheap, I'm a cheap guy. I was thinking. <laughs> the no, not you. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I am. I am El Cheapo. Um, I thought a locker would be like Three or four, five hundred dollars a piece. I'm not mm. even. I'm not even close. I mean, uh, and that's, uh, you know, that's that's a pretty penny to be raised. And but if there's one group that can do it, I know the Jaguar Nation can do it because I've seen them in masses and how passionate they are about Southern University. So there's no doubt in my mind that that project will be fully funded, will be ready to ro- be rolled out in that first game against Jackson State. And I you know a number of schools have, have done it as well. I think Jackson State, you know State, they, yeah. They they tried to do it, uh, you know, how successful they were at it. I think I think they were pretty successful. So it can be done. Yeah, they, they got it done. Yeah. They got it done. And so I you know I think you know we're we're doing some things and I think the Jaguar Nation will be able to do the same thing and and rolling it out for the big game against Jackson State. That'll be a big game. It'll be a good way to to, to show to show off what you got there, all the bells and whistles. We got five minutes before our next time out. We're going to try to be on time. Um, let's continue back with the, the big story is um, Coach Sean Woods is out as Southern men's basketball uh, coach. And, and when you look at Coach Woods, a former Kentucky point guard who earned his reputation uh, on, on the court, uh, then he had success at Mississippi Valley State. And then, you know, that's what's puzzling. 2008 to 2012, and one year they went 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 17 and one in the conference, got a championship. Um, his best team at Southern was in 2019-2020, finished 13 and five, and Swag played a claim second place. Uh, they took a seven game winning streak into the tournament. Then of course COVID 19 pandemic started and, and and wiped that out. This past season, Southern led the conference in scoring 71 points a game but we talked about it if the conference season ended in january you're probably looking at 
two, at least two regular season championships, and we would have to see what happened in the tournament. But in February, February was very unkind to Coach Woods and the staff, and uh, they just crashed. They dropped 7 of 10. The shooting went away. Not only did we see that in last year, but the, the year before. They got swept by Grambling State uh, two years ago, and then last year, uh, this past year, gets Alabama A&M. So the, the writing was on the wall, but 64 and 81 overall. Very disappointing, Charles, and I, I just can't see how. And I, and I made the statement on a couple of shows earlier that if it was me, I would thank him for what he's done and, and you know, move, move on. So Southern University has moved on. Now the big question is, and you talked about it earlier, you, you got to do it quickly. I don't think they will have a traditional where you have a committee six or seven or eight, and then bring it in. I think it's going to be a direct hire with Coach Banks and his close associates. Um, Major Madness has already put out a, a list of potential hires. Landon Bussey's on there. Um, i got to be careful. I, I don't think I can be charged with tampering there, I, I don't think. <laughs> um, I, I saw some other guys on that list, but uh, Avery Johnson, according to what I was told, he wanted a, a four-year guaranteed contract, five hundred thousand, and a one-year coach's option. Yeah, I mean, let, let's be honest. If we look at Coach Dooley and Coach Banks' salary alone, right there, that's over six hundred thousand. How how can you afford that? But now, what I would do, I would consult with uh, Avery Johnson, and maybe he can recommend some people. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting. And it's, 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 but Charles, it's not necessarily that Southern will have a step back, you know, two or three years. Once again, I look at what Coach Bussey has done at Alcorn. He didn't – I mean, he got the program up and running quick. And so, so it, it, it can be done. It can be done, but – do the research. you got to make the right hire. And, and once again, Coach Banks has to nail this. Not, no personal attack, nothing personal against him. It's business. He's got to get this. He's got to nail it, quite simply. Got one minute, Charles, and then um, we'll have to take a break. Yeah, I, I think it's a different circumstance. When Landon Bussey took over our program, our program was near the bottom of the barrel. So there was nowhere to go but up. And yes, he did. He did build it quicker than what a lot of people expected. We we go from from the bottom to a six seed to the last two years, two regular season championships. So yes, there was an acceleration. But you look at Southern's program right now, where it sits without a coach. In my opinion, Charles Edmonds' opinion, for what it's worth, top four, top five program. So the program okay. to me is on solid footing. The program's on solid footing. Now the question is, you find the right coach, the right fit. You deal with some players that are probably not going to be there. Some that have graduated, played out their eligibility. You got some players that have a COVID year left. Uh, some will leave. You got to find the right coach that can hit the ground running and keep the program where it is, top four, top five program. If it slips, then you got, you know, are you willing to deal with that? Are you willing to deal with the fact that we stay, that you stay four or five and then build from there? It just depends on what type of coach that understands the dynamics of what Southern is about. 
And I think for Roman Banks, he he nailed it with Dooley on the football side. Can he can he go two for two and nail it on the basketball side? He knows the game. He understands the dynamics of his program. And uh, I think that hire is just as important because he knows basketball. He was on that sideline. He understands what success is about. So I think this hire is almost as big as bringing in the right football coach, which at least through year one looks to be a, a slam dunk. We're going to go to the timeout. Well, he made the Coach Woods hire. And, you know, I mean, when we look at it, it was – he had a 580 percentage, but I think it could be much better. Um, thanks, Craig. The entire cost of the locker room project will be 600000 So on that note, we'll take a timeout. When we come back, I think I hear Will in the background. I'm not sure. I hear somebody. But we'll have uh, our next guest coming up. You're watching the Carlos Brown Show on the Black College Sports Network. See these colleges, and we have to fund our kids in these colleges, and we have to make sure our kids have seats in these colleges. And what about HBCUs? You mentioned absolutely. You got to fund them all, and you've got to make sure they're properly funded. You know, the real reason why I went after uh, Comcast and Charter, it didn't even have it didn't have anything to do with my cable networks. It didn't. What happened was. Uh, a gentleman wanted to do the Black College Sports Network mm -hmm. in partnership with the HBCUs. Mm -hmm. And Comcast did not accept it. And that would have made a lot of money for these black colleges. Absolutely. And it would have educated the Black College Sports Network. This is what he wanted to do. That would have educated a lot of black kids. And when they didn't do that, that's when I came off the bench and said, okay, I'm going to light you up like a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was the real reason why I got into it was when I saw what happened with the Black College Sports Network, which I don't know. I just knew. Why that, did you buy it? I just knew. I may. I just knew that these black. <laughs> I like that term. All right. I knew that these black colleges were going to benefit and these black kids were going to get the education mm -hmm. that they deserved and not have to pay. And that. Nope, not going in, not gonna drown today. Fixing your credit score can be scary, but with Credit Versio, we take the fear out of it. <sighs> okay, you can do this, be brave. Don't cry again. Hey, <laughs> this isn't too bad. Credit Versio helps dispute negative marks on your credit using our state-of-the-art technology that guides you every step of the way. It's never been easier to fix your credit and increase your credit score. Seriously, you can do this. Visit creditversio.com right now to get started. Supermarket sushi, really? No. Wait, Troy, you work here? I'm never not working. Like head and shoulder scalp shield technology, up to 100% dandruff protection, even between washes. Never not working, huh? Oh, Troy, you're such a good teacher. Yeah, I know. <laughs> never not working. Never not working. Never ever not working. Are you serious? Never not working. Dandruff protection that's never not working. Head and shoulder scalp shield technology. 
It's never too early to plant the seed, to share the tradition, and instill a sense of pride in your HBCU with your little ones. HBCU Pride and Joy Children's Boutique helps you share your school spirit with a wide selection of adorable kids apparel and accessories officially licensed from your favorite HBCU. Visit HBCUPrideJoy.com and follow us on all social media at HBCUPrideJoy on Facebook and Twitter. This is the Dean of the College of HBCU Sports, Kenyatta Cavill of Dr. Cavill's Inside the HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Washington and Charles Bishop. Come mix it up in the lab where the course lecture is in session every Tuesday from 6 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time on Facebook Live, YouTube, Spreaker, or the BCSN app. As we discuss all things about the HBCU sports culture, including exploring the week that was in the sporting HBCU dash as well as the upcoming week of HBCU Sports. With me, the Dean, the College of HBCU Sports, on Dr. Cavill's Inside HBCU Sports Lab with Mike Watts and Charles Bishop. Course lecture dismissed. You got to love the black college experience. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's edition of the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. We've got Coach Petaway, Willa Brown, Charles Edmund. Boy, we're in full force right now. And, guys, I, I know what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about several things, but um, Coach Woods, the lead story out at Southern University. Coach Petaway, I'm sure you're not surprised. Uh, yes and no. Um, I, I sort of figured that they would not give him long. And I think uh, I personally felt that after last season where he didn't get that extension, that it was, it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and then, you know, in, in, in athletics or in coaching, these kind of things are, are going to happen if you're not, if the administration does not see the progress that they're looking for, they're going to look to make a change. But now the key mm -hmm. thing is uh, what does Southern have available to attract a top-notch coach? Now, I, I mm -hmm. looked at some of the things that, that were on mid-major. Uh, I saw what Avery Johnson, uh, they say he's a candidate. He was a candidate. If Avery is a candidate, and let's say Avery did say, I want $500,000, I want a four-year contract. I personally mm -hmm. don't see anything wrong with that. 
And I'm going to tell you why. Mm -hmm. I think Avery can do for swag basketball what Deion Sanders did for uh, football. I think mm -hmm. that with his contacts, with his experience, you're talking about, so you're not, you're not pay, you're paying for the experience and, and the knowledge that this guy has already attained. Number one, he's one of our own. When I say one of our own, the SWAT and Southern. So why not promote mm -hmm. one of our own people? Why, why not, why not give one of our own a decent salary? Because let's face it now, when you look at the coaches' salaries in Division One basketball, five hundred thousand dollars is not too much money, gentlemen. When you got coaches making mm -hmm. ten, eleven million dollars, you you got mid-major coaches making four or five million dollars a year, five hundred thousand dollars. See, we we got to get out of this. We got to get out of this old-time syndrome that that we're in. Uh, you know, you 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 pay. You, we're paying people at the bare minimum. We do everything we can to keep salaries down. Why? Maybe you'll get more mm -hmm. candidates if we give if 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 uh, the lifestyle if if the money is there. Maybe we'll get better candidates. Okay, why would a coach come to the SWAC as a head coach when he can sit on the bench of a Power Five school and make more money? Why does an assistant coach at a Power Five school and some mid majors? make more money than the head coaches in the swag see that that we got to stop that man we, we, we have to stop mm -hmm. that i think name recognition and everything that avery has done in basketball for the swag and for southern should give him an opportunity at making five hundred thousand dollars and having a four-year contract all the four years saying is that in four years i will have my my recruiting class my recruiting class of seniors and I will have made the money back. I think he can make the $500,000 back. I think he'll make it back in game guarantees alone. You know, I just think we have to look at this in a, in, in a different, I think we have to start looking at this in a different way because times have changed. We, we, we're not stuck mm -hmm. in the, in the old age and where the, 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 uh, the cost of living has gone up. So making $500,000 is not a stretch in my opinion. For a guy of with his, mm -hmm. you know, and, and everybody, mm -hmm. I'm not mm -hmm. saying everybody. I'm saying with his credentials, yes, he's proven a winner in the NBA. Mm -hmm. He's proven a winner in the SEC. What more do you need? I just worry, Coach. To be honest with you, I don't know if Southern can afford five hundred thousand. I mean, I understand what you're saying, um, Willa. You're from the AD perspective. Yeah. When I say I don't think Southern can afford that, but I mean, don't get me wrong, I would love Avery Johnson. But the first thing that popped out of my mind was, can Southern University afford it? Now, some people will say, look what Coach Dool is making, and look what the, the director of athletics is making. That's over five hundred thousand. But can you put in another five hundred thousand dollars to support that? I think I'm I'm going to agree to disagree with with Coach Petaway. Uh I don't know where those dollars will come from, not just from Southern, but from any HBCU 
in terms of trying to pay that that kind of salary. I mean, granted, we do have to do better. There's no doubt about that. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, we are who we are. And uh, because of that, you know, I, I just don't know that you're going to get the kind of return on the dollar that you're looking for if you're paying a, a basketball coach or, or any coach on your campus a half million dollars a year. That just doesn't I, – I can't, I can't see that for, for some reason. Coach Petaway, I think you were, you wanted to say something. No, no, no. He, I, yeah, my thing was I, I'm not just counting on it to come from the campus. I think the alumni, the, 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 this is where the, the alumni and the fans have to get involved. They, just like they, they came up with all the, with the uh, initiatives for the NILs, they do the same thing for coaches. Mm-hmm. All the UNC2A says is that the money has to come under the umbrella of the university. So you get the money, you put it up on the umbrella of the university and pay the man. It doesn't have mm-hmm. to all come okay. just but- from, no, no, what I'm saying is outside, Outside alumnus have to step up and put money on the table to supplement the athletic pro. And Dr. Brown, I think I, I I'm right. Want... As long as the money comes under the umbrella of the university, they have to control it, then it's okay. I would like to see those dollars go into the program itself. You know, in terms of scholarships, in terms of you know facilities, in terms of you know, making sure the kids got top notch of everything that they need to have in order to be successful. Uh, I like to see those dollars go in that direction, as opposed to the the salary issue. I, I just think that you know a lot of times, or sometimes, or you know, we're we're talking about putting money into the quote unquote coaching situation. But are the dollars sufficient in the from the ground up, you know, from an infrastructural point of view? And you know, once I've taken a look at the infrastructure to make sure that you know I's and T's are dotted and crossed, that you know the coaches have everything that they need in order to be successful, then I think it's a trickle up effect as opposed to a, a trickle down effect in terms of you know, how we move the program forward. So I, I say that with, with that in mind. But to also say that, you know, the SWAC being a one-bid team, uh, one-bid conference in terms of going to the NCAAs, you know, if my squad is not beating top 50 teams on the regular, then the chances of me getting an at-large bid or you know, something to that effect is pretty much going to be slim and none. So if I'm tossing a lot of money out there with the hopes of trying to get it back come March Madness time, that sort of thing, you know, I have to look at the fact that my conference is lacking overall, you know, because if I don't win the championship, I don't get a shot. You know, and, you know, we've seen just like, you know, with, uh, Southern beating Jackson State women uh, in the, you know, in the quarterfinals or semifinals or what have you, you know, Jackson State didn't stand a chance in terms of 
getting an, an at-large bid or getting that second bid in, into the NCAAs. And, you know, if you can't envision at least that portion of things going on, then I, I, I think you're playing with house money overall. Right. Hey, hey, Doc, I, I, I understand what you're saying. My, my whole thing is not just predicated on you making the NC2A tournament. I'm looking at gate receipts. I, I think a person like Avery will bring the, the Southern Knights out. I, I think you, you'll see the increase in attendance. I think you'll see increase in donations. I, that's, that's what I'm looking for. I'm not just looking at, well, he'll be able to put them in the in the, in the uh the nc2a tournament no i'm that's not where i'm looking for the money to come from I, i'm looking from i'm looking for money to start rolling in the day they announce his appointment that that's what i was thinking about uh and and i just i guess my biggest thing if we don't take care of our own then who charles you go ahead charles go ahead charles yeah because charles has to leave us charles um <laughs> uh, you, you know, Coach, Coach Petaway kind of got a nerve with me with that one because I was thinking the same thing in terms of, you know, Avery Johnson coming to Southern would be almost as big of a splash for that campus as Coach Sanders coming to Jackson State. It was on my mind. Um, and so I do think that there would be an influx of enthusiasm for uh, hiring Avery Johnson. Uh, as far as the price tag is concerned, that's a whole nother level. Uh, it's about willing and able. I've always said this. Can, can Southern is Southern able to pay that type of money? Are they willing to pay that type of money? I do think with some of the big donors that they have there, and I know a couple you do, Carlos. I think if if that's what they want to do, I do think that price tag is is not a bad price tag to pay because we know what Avery Johnson has done as a coach. We know what he means to Southern University and vice versa. I do think it'll be a shot in the arm. Um, but you know, there's there's a question of whether or not, from an administrative standpoint, can do you want to pay that type of money to your basketball coach? Then you got Coach Dooley as well. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that go into that bag. But I I, I do think, and I don't see it happening. You know, just from my perspective, uh, but I do think it would be a great shot in the arm for Southern University. I think it would be interesting for the SWAC as well. Because I think Avery, and I think what Coach Petaway is saying is that, hey, Avery Johnson could bring other people on board as far as the SWAC is concerned, not only Southern University, as well as uh, the SWAC. So I, I, I was thinking about it, Coach Petaway, and, but I, I, do I see it happening? No. Could it happen? Maybe. Um, but I, I think you're, you're, you really would be rolling the dice on that because then he has to almost get this thing done right off the bat, which I do think he can do. With the contacts that he has, the staff that he'll hire, and even some of the recruits he can possibly bring in, so I, I could see it happening. But I think the price tag is a little bit too too steep, in my opinion, to to make it happen. Should and, it happen? And I, I would agree, I would say but, this because I wanna I wanna catch Charles before he rolls out. I, I want I want to say this also. You know, if your drawing power is that great. Okay, then I don't need for you to have to wait to be the coach at Southern in order to take advantage of that. I, you know, you there's some things that he could possibly do to help that department right now. And I'm not saying that he's not, okay? I'm just saying that all the things that we're talking about that he's bringing to the table, 
he can bring those things right now without being the quote unquote next basketball coach at Southern. You know, don't let that part be the uh, uh, hindrance or the uh, uh, be all do all in terms of getting things done. If my heart is truly with my alma mater, and I'm not saying that his heart is not, that's not what I'm saying. But if my heart is truly with my alma mater, and I have all those kind of attributes that we are talking about right now, okay, then I'm doing everything I can right now in terms of trying to improve whatever's going on at, at my at my alma mater, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. I mean, I think if what, what you're saying is if instead of being the head coach, you could do some stuff behind the scenes to help elevate the program from where you are instead of being the face of the basketball program. I do, I do understand that, and I, and I get that part of it. I don't know if it's happening, Carlos, or not. I don't know if Avery Johnson is, has participated in what's the university behind the scenes. I don't know if that's the case or not, but I think it would be a, a great infusion. If he, if he isn't and getting on board, that would be great. Or if it's if it's the other way, I think it would be great, great as well. So I I agree with Wheeler Brown on that point. But I, I think when you look at the program right now, I mean, if it's not Avery Johnson, and I think Carlos, you, you talked about it, some of the names out there. Well, I, I I'll be honest. I, I like one, and I, I don't know if I, I I should put his name out because then that might be the kiss of death that he doesn't get it. <laughs> but um, I, I guess, too, my criteria would be someone who, of course, wants to be a head coach who comes from maybe a mid-major, who's an assistant coach. And then, too, I guess an uh, uh, extra edge would be someone who has recruited and coached in the state of Louisiana. Now, uh, let, let's throw out a couple of names. One name, and again, we'll reference this from uh, uh, the website. What was it? Uh, Major Madness? Mid-major? Yeah, Mid -major? Yeah, yeah, I got it right here. Right. Okay. Yeah. Isaac, Isaac, I, Isaac Brown. Yeah. Now, he has a connection doing some research from, uh, if I'm not mistaken, from from the Louisiana area, no, Pasagula, Mississippi. Um, now he has a buyout and he was fired from at Wichita State. I'm hearing there is some interest. I, 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 I say you coach better way. Um, Kevin Johnson. Fired, no <laughs> well, he, 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 he was let go and, 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 and he, and he, and he has a buyout. It, I, I, that's that was what we're reporting. Also, well, he was now go, he's been bought out. <laughs> well, right. I, 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 I understand, but that's a that's a name. <laughs> that's a name whose his name's been circulating. You you have the list in front of you, right, Coach Petaway? Right, um, but, but, but Carlos, let me tell you something mm -hmm. that's really strange on this list. Mm -hmm. According to Major Madness. Isaac Brown mm -hmm. has been hired at Southern. That, that's what oh, that must right be. Here. Wait a minute, that must be something new. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm serious now. This, this thing, I'm looking at it right now. It says coaching changes. 
But now this can't be right because it said 15 hours ago. I yeah. Brown has been hired as Southern. Well, that's and news to me. Somebody, so yeah, no, no, it's news to me too. But some of the other names are uh Glenn Sipion from Georgia Southern. Of course, Avery, Kevin Johnson, Tulane. Then it's got Bussy mm -hmm. on there, and, and anybody in the SWAT would be crazy if they don't have Bussy on their short list. Uh, mm -hmm. Tans Mitchell, LSU, Wade Mason, mm -hmm. the NBA scout, and then Jay Smith mm -hmm. from New Orleans. So now these, mm -hmm. these, are the, these are the names that they have put out, but at the top it says that he has been hired by Southern. I don't believe that. I, I don't that's news to me. I, I, I think that's information. And, and 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 the person of that website, um, Mason has some baggage. He was at the University of Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. And he got into it with uh someone on the coaching staff. Oh, the team. Oh, coaching staff. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm looking in uh, in the chat room. Yeah, Isaac Brown played college. Basketball here in my hometown of Monroe. That was the first name I heard. And again, this is not official, but I can just tell you, I'll just go ahead and say it. I like Johnson, Kevin Johnson, but now I hope I just didn't give him the kiss of death. Um, but my criteria, you know, he, he, he coached. He's coaching at Tulane. He coached at ULL. And he's recruited in the state. Now, is that a must that someone coached and recruited the state? It could be somebody from outside the state. But that is a list that was put out. But we don't know what direction Coach Banks is, is looking at. Everybody on that list may not even be it, may not get it. Right. Let me throw this out before, before Charles leaves. Charles, mid-major also has voted on the top assistants, right? Guess who the mm -hmm. top assistant is on their list? Jethro Hillman. Who? Where is he? Assistant coach at Southern. So if he's a top assistant, why don't they give him a shot at? It? Mm -hmm. on, on the website. Well, I hadn't looked at the updated information on the website. You can see I'm shocked because right. I, I, that's I news. That's the. I, I, I understand. Before I came on air, and he and. Uh, Jeffro has been voted the top assistant uh, in the SWAC. So why 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 not give him a shot? Well, to be honest, sometimes being a, being a, being the top assistant don't mean that you're gonna be a great head coach. Because I, mean, oh, yeah, I, I know this. Because uh, we've I seen know, that I, with I, coach I, what Southern has done before. Them eighteen inches make a lot now. That's to move over a seat. <laughs> you you got that right. Assistant, but, you got but, but move them 18 <laughs> inches over to the left. It, it don't work out right. now. Carlos, yeah, I, I, I do have to leave. I would say that. I would comment on, on, on that point. I think if, if Sean Woods left to go to another school and his if that's his top assistant, then I would say, yes, that would be a possibility. But I do think, in my own opinion, from, a, from the outside looking in, that they're looking to completely revamp that basketball program, starting with another coach and getting bring in a whole nother staff. That that will be my take on it. I don't see anyone from that staff, and and they just hired Coach Howard from Alabama A and M, who was let go there. You know, he was at Alcorn, didn't work out. He just got to Southern, and now you know we'll see how that works out. But 
I, I don't see that happening, Coach Petaway. I don't I don't see that one happening. But, but Charles, even though even though Jeffro was on our Roman Bank staff, I don't see it. I, I think okay, I think I there's going to be a whole new. I don't I don't see that. Again, if Roman back if Sean Woods left to go to another school, I could see that because if the program is successful, that means Sean Woods was successful at Southern and he just got elevated at another head coaching job. And typically, you see assistant coaches on that same staff get elevated to keep the continuity. You see that often, uh, but I don't see this one. I I think there's probably going to be. I, I think there's going to be a whole new, you know, whole new staff there. And, you know, you hate that for the people involved because you have one guy that just got there and Coach Howard, who was the head coach at Alabama A&M, who I thought shouldn't have been let go. But I, I see a whole new staff there at Southern University. I, I don't see any – there may be one holdover left because that's the way the politics work. One, co one assistant stays because the new head coach wants to see how the process works at that school, so you keep someone there. But I, I don't – you know, for the most part, I do see a whole new staff. I got to go, Carlos. I got you. I got you. All right. Take I care. Think, we'll I see think, you next week, Charles. I, I think okay. I think we all agree. I think we all agree that Banks is on a hot seat. Everybody's in a I'm not saying that. I think with, with that no, aspect. No. And I say that, Coach Federway, because he's on the hot seat, that he's going to have to make a clean break pretty much from everybody that is currently on that staff right now. You know, like I said, like, like you guys said, he may keep one person around from a continuity point of view, that sort of thing. Mm. But because his seat is hot, his seat is hot. Okay. He's going to have to show the Southern faithful, you know, that he has what it takes you know, to hire a winning basketball coach to, you know, make sure that the program heads in the direction that everybody wants it to, that sort of thing. And so he's going to pretty much have to divorce himself from everything that's currently in place there. Okay, make that clean break and hopefully, you know, get, get somebody in there that's brand new in almost every way in order to keep it moving, I think. All right. On that, oh, let me ask you this. Oh, wait a minute. Hold, hold on, hold on, coach. On that note, uh, the producer saying we we got to take a break. They they got me on a short leash right now, but hold that thought when we come back. And then I'm looking in the chat room. Edward brings up another name that has ties to my home city. He's a native of Baton Rouge, and he's at a Power Five school in the SEC. Hold that thought. We'll come back. Yeah. All right, you're watching the Carlos Brown Show on the Black College Sports Network. <laughs> From novice to aficionado, find yourself here. High quality cigars plus personal customer service. Slowburn is Waco's only mobile cigar lounge featuring a meticulous curated collection of premium cigars. Visit our website, www.slowburnwaco.com. Com. That's www.slowburnwaco.com. This is Ryan Fulford. A.D. Drew and I are co-hosts of the BCSN Sports Wrap. We talk about all things related to HBCU athletics. From the games, teams, coaches, and fan interest stories, we cover it all. 
You can find our shows on Facebook at BCSN Sports Wrap, YouTube at MyJBN Online, and everywhere you listen to podcasts like Anchor, Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts. You can also find the show on the Jericho Broadcast Network's app. Make sure to download. We look forward to you joining the conversation and being a part of the show. T. Madden and Associates is a sophisticated and experienced law firm located in your neighborhood. We're turning injury to cash. T. Madden and Associates obtained almost $2 million for my injury. They turned my injury to cash. Now, we can't guarantee how much your injury is worth, but we've recovered millions for our clients. Call T. Madden and Associates at 833-PAID-123. That's 833-PAID-123. If you think all pads are exactly the same, think again. This is Always Ultra Thin's reinvented with the Always Triple Protection System. This pad wicks gushes 90% faster, absorbs even more so you can feel dry, and locks odors in. Rethink your pad for up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort with the totally reinvented Always Ultra Thins. This is always like never before. There's a shot. shot so it might be. It could be. Right field. Grand slam. What a shot. That's how you get hot, young fella. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU fantastic avenue for, for for all of us this is our espn so we we we, we love what you guys do and all you guys at bcsn we really appreciate what it is that you got you guys do for us thank you tell you what that was uh southern's band had uh, <laughs> in tiger stadium with the game between southern and lsu uh will i think you would have loved the price tag on that southern got uh, seven hundred thousand <laughs> plus uh plus from that ball game and they did uh, i knew you would say that uh, <laughs> but uh yeah, Grambling gets a shot next year, the 2023 20, football schedule, but I don't think they will get that much. Just, just my opinion. I don't know. Just my you opinion. Know, because of that band now. You know, they may demand that because of that band. They may have to if they want, if well, they want the margin tiger. Well, Coach Petaway, I, I, I'm not going to be objective. Southern band is a lot better than the world fame. 
<laughs> grab the state. But 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 uh, again, I'm not objective. Uh, go ahead, coach. <laughs> no, no, you know, I was in negotiations when we played mm -hmm. Brandon up at uh, Circle City when I was the athletic director, and I just know that mm -hmm. there's a separate contract most of the time just for their band to move, and and that's why yeah. I'm saying that because they don't they they try to separate themselves from the actual uh, athletic or uh, football when it comes to that. They do their own mm -hmm. thing, man. And uh, and I had to fight for my school because they tried to lump us together. I said, no, no, let's do the same thing Grambling's doing. You got a separate contract for their band? I want one too. And, and a lot of these yeah. schools that they want us, they want our teams, they put the stipulation in there. They want our bands there now because our bands bring tickets. that They sell tickets for them. Those people come out Quit. and watch those those people perform because when we play mm -hmm. Auburn, when we play UAB, they have, now not Auburn but UAB, we, we we had the high they had the highest uh, attendance when we show up because those people are there to see our bands and you can see the mass exit when the third quarter starts. Them people get up out of there because the band is over with. When that band come out the field, they leave the stadium. Well, to, so to your point. That college experience. But, but to your point, I remember Southern played New Mexico University and the band was not coming. It wasn't in, included in the contract. Um, right. The black, who was it? The, the African American or black uh, professors association group at New Mexico, they raised money in three days got, to get Southern's band there and it's separate. Um, and I, I do know Coach Stump Mitchell was, was, was the coach then. So I'm thinking maybe it was Greg LaFleur, maybe the uh, AD. Anyway, and I can see why. You do got to separate. You do have to separate mm -hmm. that. You do have to. Yeah. You do have to have a separate contract with that because yep. you know if I'm getting a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar guarantee, but I got to bring my band as part of that uh, con contractual agreement, right. it's going to cost me close to three hundred thousand or better. Just to bring the band, you know. And, so and, and you know, you're really talking about taking a big chunk out of that, right? And, right. and when you mentioned that number, I think they did raise three hundred. I think it was three hundred fifty thousand for Southern's band, mm -hmm. somewhere in that vicinity to, to to get them there. But how quickly they raised mm -hmm. that money because they want to, right. you know, they, they they knew about the human jukebox. A lot of our mm -hmm. teams. That's just like if you LSU pep band. And their football band, it sounds just like Southern. LSU is trying to take on what what your band, what 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 the Southern mm -hmm. band is doing. And right now, out of Colorado, Prime is trying to get them to get with the people from Jackson State, so they can up Good their luck. band. Good luck they with that one, Coach. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he's making some inroads now. They, they're picking up some beats and songs. That's what he's talking about. Pick up some beats well, and some songs that was happening at Jackson State. You know, that's a bit yeah, of a thing. I've been reading about that one. Often imitated, but when never I, duplicated. <laughs> when, when, I, when I was the AD at, at Jackson State, we had a, mm -hmm. uh, a game with UNLV. And I remember. $1,000 guarantee. Yeah. And we had to wind up taking the band also out of that 600,000. And I'm telling you, by the time we got back, if yep, we brought yeah, home 70,000, 
we were right. lucky. Mm. That $600,000 guarantee. So to me, that was a total waste of going out there. You know, right. why, why go? You know, if, if, that, if, if there's a $600,000 guarantee on the table, I want to bring back at least 50 to 60% of that. You know, but yeah. you can't do that when you're saddled with the expenses for the band, that sort of thing. So it's not going to happen. So a separate, a separate contractual. Let them work out yeah, their obligation. Own deal. Let them work out their own deal. Yeah. 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 Well, it's interesting, but when we took the um, last time out, Edward brought up a name and uh, wow. The name is Keith Smart. Went to McKinley High School in Baton Rouge, a native Baton Rouge, and, and uh, right, played in Indiana. Now saw him when Arkansas went down to defeat. But um, hey, since we're just putting out names, the website, what's the website again, Coach Petaway? I'm forgetting again. It's mid-major, mid-major. Mid-major. Let's see if I can remember that. Now look, he doesn't. No. Have, uh, they don't have Keith Smart on here. Well, you know that's that's probably one person who's who's putting that list out, okay. and, and maybe has some consultants. I'm not sure, but uh, a, a person in the chat room, Edward, uh, put it out there. And uh, since we're putting names out there, uh, Keith right. Smart, okay. interesting. Okay. Carlos, this, this is what you have to look at. Mm -hmm. Got to remember now. I just finished the search last year for A and M, right? Right. Assistant coaches from Power Fives to apply for that job. Mm -hmm. They were already making more money than we were offering. So that's what you right. have to look at now. That, that and that's why I said that earlier. When, when you you've got you've got assistant coaches at and uh, some of these conferences, SEC in particular, they're making four and five hundred thousand dollars already. I understand. So how they go, Why would that? Why would I leave that just to be the head coach? I know I would. Okay, well, well I, let me put my that question. My question would be, uh -huh. my question would be, uh, uh, relativity, in terms of if I'm taking a assistant coach from one of these Power Five schools, that sort of thing, can I meet their expectations? You know, are 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 they going to come in with this pie in the sky attitude and everything has got to be? you know, a number one condition and all this sort of thing. Are they going to run and hide if a chair breaks down or, you know, the, the toilet in the bathroom gets stopped up or, you know, something or something adverse happens that they are not used to, you know, and, and I think that's why you have to have a list of qualities, traits, things that you're looking for, you know, in, in your particular coach or in your, the, the particular hire that you're trying to make and not really necessarily get caught up in terms of where God's coming from, where God has been, you know, who he's been under, that, that sort of thing. I mean, all those things are important, but at the end of the day, I got to check those boxes off in terms of the ability to develop talent, the ability to recruit, you know, the, the ability to uh, prospectively handle uh, a situation where things aren't going to, you're not going to have the best of everything, that sort of thing. I mean, I, I have to somewhat know whether or not
that person is going to be able to handle the adversity that's going to come forth from being at our schools because there's going to be some there's no if ands and buts about it you know and if if i bring somebody in here that is not used to adversity who's had you know everything done for them and had the best of everything that sort of thing somewhere in my mind mm-hmm. i got to question whether or not that person's going to be able to handle adversity when things kind of go south from an infrastructural point of view because we know that it is there's no doubt about that right. you know the bus breaks down i agree down. with you 100 percent. that's why i've always questioned uh, this is what i will say this is what i've always said me van petaway i can go to any power five school and coach but mm-hmm. there's not many power five coaches that can come to where i was and coach mm-hmm. because of the struggle mm-hmm. and the way i look at it and i call it the struggle if if a person has not been in a struggle you better really vet that person now because if they have not been in the struggle it could be a culture shock to them. it could be mm-hmm. a culture shock and that's basically what you're saying when the, the, the guys mm-hmm. on the power five all they have to do is show up and coach they, that's, they, that's all they don't have to do anything else but for us in the struggle we have we should if, if if you care about yourself and your program you should be responsible for everything that goes along with that program and i was mm-hmm. one of the coach uh, dr brown i was a hands-on coach from the sweeping of the floor to cutting out the lights that was van petaway i felt like that was my mm-hmm. responsibility because it was my it was my team and i was representing my institution so i took mm-hmm. pride in all that i made sure my management my, my managers, I made sure my assistants, if you wanted to be assistant for me, you better understand if I sweep a floor, that means if I ask you to do one, I'm not asking you to do anything that I have not done. Mm-hmm. And so, and so mm-hmm. that, that, that's the mentality that I have always had in, when it comes to coaching and having ownership with your program. Mm-hmm. And I think that's paramount. I think you have to have that. Mm-hmm. Well, with that being said, yeah, speaking of checking the boxes, Coach Petaway in the chat room, um, trying to say, Chuck says, does Coach Petaway know that LSU's head band director, Dr. Kelvin Johnson, is a graduate of Jackson State? Well, well, guess what? That's why they got that soul. And I still stand by my statement. The human digital jukebox top band. I know I, I know I know it's debatable and, and, and no I'm not trying to be objective but I think I am in a in a way but anyway it's debatable okay now my criteria that I'm looking if I'm a director of athletics I'm understanding what all you guys have said check all the boxes well let's put it in this frame how about a guy an assistant coach from a this is kind of the criteria from a mid-major that's hungry to be a head coach. Say, for instance, I mentioned Kevin Johnson from Tulane. Someone like that. Is that someone that you guys would look at as far as, you know, bringing in as, as a basketball coach? And then we've had a lot of conversation about, put his name out there, Carlos Sample. He is a former member of Southern University. 
a basketball team, state, state, yeah, state of Louisiana won multiple, multiple titles. Now, I made a statement one time, I love him to death, but he doesn't have any collegiate coaching experience. And my best friend in the world said, well, why not give him the opportunity to, to be there? But then, you know, to be coach, but then let's put it out there. I don't know if you guys know this, but there's a nepotism law in, in, in Louisiana. Coach Banks and Coach Samples are brothers. So, but that but that name gets brought up a lot. And I, I could go in the chat room. I can go on my Facebook page, private text messages. They love the idea of getting Coach, they meaning some Southern alums, Carlos Sample. How difficult, right, Coach Petaway and, and, and Willa, for someone coming from the high? Because we've seen it in the conference before. How difficult is that? Would that be, or is that something that shouldn't be considered? I, mean, I, I personally, I feel like there are plenty of high school coaches out there that can coach in on the mm -hmm. collegiate level and can that can be head okay. coaches. Because if if I had an opportunity to write our job description, I it it would not have said five years of Division One experience, because mm -hmm. now you you are you are excluding high school and junior college coaches, and I think you're making a mistake when you do that. There are some out there. Now let let me let me talk about Carlos for a minute. I, I remember when Carlos mm -hmm. played for Coach Job at Southern, right? So I know how right. I know, uh, I know how he is with that university, how that university loves him. Coach Banks has uh, associate ADs, assistant ADs. Put one of the assistant ADs in charge of men's basketball and let them hire Carlos. So now they report to him and not to Roman Banks. I think you just mm -hmm. the, the nepotism law. I think you just knocked that out the park. But but if he's got the backing, let me just say this. Now, uh, Dr. Brown talked about this earlier. Let's say Avery says, let's hire Carlos. If Avery's mm -hmm. gonna back Carlos, they need to hire him. If, if, if Avery's coming up, that's his teammate. If Avery's coming about and saying, this would be a good hire for, for us and I support this, they need to look at it. They need to look at well, it. Question, the question, the, All right, your, the staff, question becomes, your staff is gonna be key. Go ahead, I'm sorry, go ahead. The, que the question becomes, how hot is Roman Banks' seat? Oh. Because to me, that would be the determining factor in terms of whether or not I would want to venture in that direction. Yeah, mm. because it's it's a it's a catch twenty two there. You know, anytime that you are hiring somebody straight from the high school ranks to the college ranks, you know, there's got to be a level of patience there. There's got to be a certain level of support there. You know, you're going to have to be willing to go through the growing pains that, that are going to come along with that. Uh, what is his relationship in terms, I mean, you would think that he would have some decent relationships in the state in terms of other high school coaches and things of that nature. What is his relationship in terms of, you know, college coaches and junior college coaches and you know, things of that nature. Can he draw from that particular well 
when when necessary. You know, uh, if the Southern faithful are going to be patient with him while he gets up to speed in terms of getting to this level. You know, if he goes 12 and whatever the first year and wins 10 or 11 games the second year or what have you, are they going to be patient with him or, you know, are the Boo Birds going to start to come out in full force? You know, coach, you shouldn't have, you know, uh, made that leap, that sort of thing and stuff. So it all depends on how hot Coach Banks' seat is and whether or not he feels as though he can deal with any possible criticisms that may come down the pipe, you know, when, when doing that. But I agree with Coach Petaway. There are probably some high school coaches out there that, that can make the transition, you know. Uh, you know, but, you know, just like with anything, you know, you you rolling the dice. You know, you you had the crap table in, in Vegas, and you know you you trying to not to not to crap out. You know, yeah. and uh, you know if if you if sometimes you're playing with house money like that, sometimes you can be okay with it. You know, but if you start to lose a few dollars, that sort of thing, and you know now you into spending the mortgage money and the car note money and all that sort of thing and stuff, then. You know, you you're going into a different <laughs> a different neighborhood, so to speak. So you know, it, it's I think, like I said, it's going to depend on how how hot Coach Bank's seat is and whether or not he can be able to weather any possible storms that may you know come come about because of that. Well, and then too. To, uh, go ahead, go ahead, uh, Carlos. I'm sorry. Well, I, I was just gonna no no problem. I was just gonna say then too uh, uh, what type of staff uh, 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 around him I'm saying I be uh, coach coach yeah coach coach sample and then too after dealing with uh, you know APR issues you know um, I, look I know on the high school level they're they're kind of involved the coach he's a big impact on the kids getting their you know th th their schoolwork done but I think if you you know would have a outstanding staff around him, to uh, allow him to be able to make that adjustment, that that's that's one thing to uh, uh, to to consider. Uh, as they're talking in the chat room, I, I don't know if anybody remembers Carl Stewart. <laughs> Edward makes a point. He came to Southern University from the high school level, and he had a, a very good tenure at Southern University in the in the in the eighties, I believe. Uh, Carl Stewart. So. Uh, once again, it goes back to, I will say this, and, and we're hearing different points of view that I think we all can agree on this. Coach Banks has to nail this. You know, Charles, before he left, he referenced Coach Dooley, hiring Coach Dooley, and then this hire coming up. But I had to remind Charles that he, had to, he made the hire with Coach Woods, and he saw something there that made him make the decision. With that being said, are we in agreement? He's got to nail this hire. No, I, I'm not gonna say it because look, to me, didn't he have didn't he have uh Carlos Funches? Didn't he get Funches uh, to head the women's job? Yes. Yes, right. And that has been successful. Out, out, out of your major sports, okay, you've done all right in football, you did outstanding in women's basketball, you did okay. Now, there are a lot of teams in the SWAT that would have loved to finish where Southern finished, right? 
on the men's mm-hmm. side, but they, they just didn't win the championship. Okay. So in my opinion, he's done well as an athletic, as an administrator. So that's why I don't think I'm not going to be one of the ones to say he's on the hot seat. Yeah. He wants to get this next hire, right? But I'm not going to call the seat hot because I think I'm looking at total. I'm looking at the total job. I'm not looking at one mm-hmm. or two sports. I'm looking at the overall program. And Southern's overall program is on the move. He's got he's got fundraising initiatives. He's got uh, construction initiatives that are going. So to me, it, 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 when you look at when you evaluate an athletic director, in my opinion, you got to look more than that just the wins and losses. There are other intangibles. Look at the academic side. When he took over, Southern was struggling academically. Now they're doing well that. Come on, man. You got to me. It's got to be more. It's got to be more than just uh, the, the winning percentage. So I'm I'm not going to say that he, he's on the hot seat, but I will say that I think he's going to take his time and get the right person in there. Some people agree with you, Coach Pettaway. I'm looking at uh, monitoring the chat. And, 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 I, and look, I appreciate everybody's perspective now. Will, I suspect you may take a, well, just based on what you said, I think you think he is on the hot seat. Right. Well, he, he and, and I do. I, I do more so because if we're looking at hiring a tennis coach or a golf coach or a volleyball coach or something to that nature, then I would say, you know, no, the seat isn't hot. Uh, but we're talking about a revenue sport. You know, and mm-hmm. because of the importance with that being a revenue sport and you know, all the ramifications that come with that. Uh, and the fact that, you know, the, the last hire didn't work out too well for whatever reason, you know, I'm, the, the seat is, is, it's a little warm. I think there's no doubt about that. Now, are we talking about firing coach banks because he didn't get a higher ride or anything like that? The answer is no, Mm-mm. unequivocally no. no. You know, I mean, you know, nobody should have to bat a thousand in terms of hiring coaches. Just not going to happen. You know, that shouldn't be a requirement in terms of, of the job, you know. But at the same time, you know, you have to be held accountable for your hires. Okay. Something happened with this Sean Woods hire to where Southern didn't get the return that they were looking for. Okay. Have we looked at that in depth? Okay. Have we sat down and really, really dug into the intricacies involved in terms of why Sean Woods wasn't successful? Was it Sean Woods? Yeah. Was it the infrastructure? Mm -hmm. You know, what What went into things not going as well as I think or you think or, you know, somebody else thought that it should have gone into? And if we can look at ourselves honestly and, and you know, write down those things and look to improve upon those things, then we kind of ensure ourselves that we don't make the same mistakes Mistake. moving forward. You know, but right. you know, in the in the eyes of the fans, they see there's gonna be it, it's it's gonna be a little warm. There's no doubt about that. More so because 
he is a former basketball coach. And folk are going to say, if you, can, if you can only get one sport right, okay, then I would expect you to get the sport that, you know, you played in, you coached in, you spent a lot of time in. You know, I, I know your basketball program is going to be top notch. Like someone will look at me and probably say the same thing about football, you know, or something right. to that effect. You know, so that's that's just a you know a, a, I guess a a fact of the matter or, or what happened. Well, I appreciate I appreciate both perspectives. Um, we've got to take a time out, but look, when we come back, we'll dig a little deeper into that in the article, local article by the Advocate. Ben Job rehired in two, 2001. I'm going to just give these names in the basketball program because when Coach Petaway and, and, and Wheeler talked about is it something deeper, the program has gone through five coaches. Michael Grant, raise your finger if you remember Michael Grant. Rob Spivery, oh, my goodness. Yes. Banks, yep. Morris Scott, yep. and Woods. Keep that keep that thought. We'll take a time out when we come back. It'll be more of the Carlos Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Thank you guys for what you do for HBCU Athletics. This is a fantastic avenue for, for, for all of us. This is our ESPN, so we, 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 we love what you guys do. Brian, AD, Roy, all you guys at BCSN, we really appreciate what it is that you, got, you guys do for us. picks up messes quicker and each sheet is two times more absorbent so you can use less he's an eight he's a nine bounty the quicker picker upper into these colleges and we have to fund our kids in these colleges and we have to make sure our kids have seats in these colleges and what about hbcus you, you mentioned absolutely you got to fund them all and you've got to make sure they're properly funded you know the real reason why i went after uh, comcast and charter it didn't even have it didn't have anything to do with my cable networks it didn't. What happened was uh, a gentleman wanted to do the Black College Sports Network mm -hmm. in partnership with the HBCUs, mm -hmm. and Comcast did not accept it, and that would have made a lot of money for these black colleges. Absolutely. And it would have educated the Black College Sports Network. This is what he wanted to do. That would have educated a lot of black kids, and when they didn't do that, that's when I came off the bench and said, okay, I'm going to light you up like a Christmas tree. Mm -hmm. Okay? That was the real reason why I got into it was when I saw what happened with the Black College Sports Network, which I don't own. 
I just knew. Why that, did you buy it? I just knew. I may. I just knew that these black. <laughs> I like that term. All right. I knew that these black colleges were going to benefit, and these black kids were going to get the education that they deserved and not have to pay. And that. <laughs> Welcome back to this week's edition of the Coles Brown Show right here on the Black College Sports Network. Before the last timeout, I gave some names out. Uh, ben Job, of course, he was rehired uh, for the second time at Southern University since 2001. And then the program has gone through five coaches, Michael Grant, Rob Spivery, Banks, Morris Scott, and Woods. Woods just recently uh, let go. Morris Scott took over on an interim basis. Coach Banks decided to move in another direction. Then, of course, you had Coach Banks, with, who had much success um, as basketball coach of Southern University. Uh, he, the first of two NCAA tournament trips in six years under Banks. He posted a 114-85 and 85 overall record before taking over as athletic director. Then um, you had Michael Grant. Grant finished eight and six in SWAT in two seasons. And then you look at Rob Spivery, who had much success coach Petaway at Alabama State. The first year at Southern had outstandingly made it to the tournament, had a uh, game against Duke, represented the university well, and then just a downslide. So I brought all that up to say this. Uh, when you guys were talking about, is there maybe something internal that has made uh, has had Southern to go through so many uh, coaches. But if you look at it, Coach Banks, out of the group of names that we talked about, of course, and the great uh, Ben Joe, they had the um, most success of recent since 2001, I guess, until this present time. Is there something else maybe you have to look at deeper into why maybe five coaches – have come and gone under uh, Southern University's basketball program. Well, I think that, I think Dr. Brown hit it on on it earlier. You have to you have to look at the total the total program. You don't you, there are a lot of things we don't see because we're on the outside. There are a lot of things mm -hmm. we don't see because we're on the outside. Uh, but you got to look at the, the athletic department, the basketball program and what is actually going on in that program to, to, to have those answers. See, we're not going to have those answers sitting here. We can only speculate, and I don't want to do that. But I, all I would say is that, yeah, that is a lot of coaches, and so you got, you got to look at to make sure that they're being given what they actually need to be successful. That's all I've Necessary ever resources. Right. If you want me to be successful, make sure that I got 
the, the needs and the, and the funds to be successful. And as a coach, that's all you could ask for. And that, and that support. And, and I, I would want to know under how many ADs did all those changes occur? You know, is there any kind mm. of correlation between uh, the upper level administration changing and, you know, coaches going and coming, that sort of thing. And so, you know, because all that plays a relative a relative part also. You know, if, if I've been there for a while, if I'm the – if there's only one AD and all those coaching changes, then, you know, that common denominator is going to be pointed towards me being that director of athletics uh, as opposed to necessarily being pointed towards the coaches that came and went, that sort of thing. But if those changes happen under, let's say, two or three different, different athletic directors, you know, then to me, while it looks like a lot on paper, it, 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 it's really not at the, at the right. end of the day. You hope for right, more consistency, he- that sort of thing. You know, and bottom line being, you know, if, if I'm a new AD and I'm just taking a position and I've inherited a coach that's winning, I'm not going to get rid of that coach. You know, uh, you know, at the same time, if I'm a new AD and I inherit a coach that's not winning, you know, then I have to try to give him or her a reasonable amount of time to get it together, you know, unless – this coach has been there like five years prior to me getting there, you know, and as I do my evaluation of the program, I look and see whether or not uh, adequate resources were given to this person. What are the reasons why they're not being successful outside of the fact that they may not just be a good coach, uh, you know, and then, you know, you got to make the, you know, got to make the determination and make whatever requisite moves you need to make, you know, based, based off the information that you get. Yeah. So, I mean, there are a lot of things that I think uh, are involved in all of those decision-making processes. Right. And Colorado is a great place for Coach mm Lynch to be. It'll be next week, starting Wednesday or Thursday, out at the Final Four. That's where all the coaches will be. And speaking of the Final Four, we don't even know who's going to be out there yet. It's so crazy. I don't know of very many brackets that are still intact. Well, mine's got torched. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, my my bracket was torched day one, and uh, Coach Fenway, you had much success had until what last night? Right, I had I still had Alabama and Houston in play, and they went home last night. So we don't know this is going to be a Cinderella <laughs> Final Four. I'm looking forward to being in Houston. In fact, if if I'm on next week, it, it'll be from Houston. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that's an excellent point. Yeah, you can do some recruiting. I, I just get, and it's just my opinion, but I, I get the impression that, again, it's going to be kind of a direct hire, and I think Coach Banks is going to try to make the move as quickly as possible because time is sometimes is everything. I would not be surprised within the next two weeks that a uh, successor is found. But that's just my yeah, what my opinion. John Morton used to say, "Be quick, but don't hurry." Yeah, be quick, but don't I, hurry. Roman, okay. Yeah, Roman Banks got to take that. He got to take that that plan. You know, moving moving forward also, because while you want to, you know, make it make a quick hire that sort of thing, it's important. We'll that make the right get it right. So you know, I's and T's got to be dotted and crossed. So I would not. 
say necessarily that I, I got to a heed to this two week deadline or what have you for X reason, that reason, that sort of thing. It's more important that I's and T's are dotted and crossed that I feel really good about the decision that I'm making that I don't feel that I'm rushing myself into, into this decision. Right. That, that, I wanted to look at the roster to see uh, who was supposed to be coming back for Southern next year. But for some reason, the roster is mm -hmm. not up anymore. They've taken the roster down uh, for off the mm -hmm. Southern website. So, uh, so I have to try to go on memory, but I don't think they were, they had too many seniors on that roster. So you may have a good nucleus coming yeah. back. Right. And, and Charles Edmund brought up the point of, you know, players transferring in and out. But if we if we look at the last three or four years, let's say the last three years with Coach Woods, every year he was turning over, I would say, a majority of the uh, the roster. He hit the transfer portal and the JUCO uh, portion to get his players. And I suspect – whoever they bring in may have to uh, do somewhat the same thing. Because we've talked about it, you know, getting high school players in, that, that's traditional way. But now I think you have to mix and match. And now with the transfer reporter and, and the JUCO route, um, yeah, it may be a fallback. But I, I would be honest, I don't expect a huge drop-off, you know, as far as, the roster, but I, I I know there probably will be some, but I don't think it will be a a, a big 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 uh, drop off. And thus, if somebody is brought in who is you know one very hungry to be a head basketball coach, has some ties to the state, don't have to be necessarily. Then I think that's that'll be a good thing. But whoever it is, I'm going to back and support. Let me say this. Whether if it's Carlos Sample or Isaac Brown, I'm going to support whoever it is. I support Coach Petaway. I tried to get him to consider maybe even a consultant, come out of retirement. That's not going to happen. Willa Brown, I, res I respect Willa Brown and his knowledge on the administrative athletic point. So, hey. One thing I've learned, if you don't know, you don't have the answer, have somebody around you who can get you the answer. And, and the same thing, uh, same thing with coaching. Uh, 12.59 Central Standard Time. Coach Petaway, appreciate you and Wheeler staying over for the, for the whole show. Closing comments. You, well, I'm Coach Petaway. To, I'm, looking forward to, I'm looking forward to the Final Four. Um, I, I'm going I'm to get out there uh, Wednesday evening, and uh, hopefully I'll be able to have some good highlights coming back in next Saturday and continue doing the, the work that you're doing, Carlos. I, I appreciate the safe travels and Godspeed to you. Willa Brown, closing comments, sir. <laughs> well, uh, uh, Carlos, I, I'm going <laughs> to hop back on the, the, the Southern train again. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, kids got to take some responsibility for Coach Woods no longer being the head basketball coach at Southern University. You know, because mm. if they're playing up the par and playing the way that they're supposed to be playing, maybe the man still keeps his job. You know, so you can't 
you know, while, while a lot of the blame goes to Coach Woods because he is the coach, you know, at the same time, there was probably was some underachieving going on player-wise or personnel-wise or what have you. You know, everybody's got a stake, you know, in this, in this game. And uh, so I just can't, you know, just can't put that on, on one person. You know, everybody's got to hold some, got to be responsible for, for their actions overall. But, uh, you know, very blessed to be here. I want to thank you for having me and know that I'm available to you guys anytime. Appreciate it. And that's an interest, interesting perspective. But, you know, Will, I've joked about this in the past. Uh, coaches, president, and pastors, I put them on there. They're the figureheads, <laughs> and they're going to get the blame <laughs> no matter what at the end of the day. Oh, and let's throw out uh, <laughs> hosts and co-hosts of radio shows and podcasts. Uh, so, <laughs> I, I, but, but, but look, I understand what you're saying, and together, the totality of it all, everyone has a piece and a part in having a successful program or a program that has not been successful. I'm just going to close the saying this. We we had Craig Pierre talking about uh, a project that Southern University Athletics is um, initiated, 600000 to renovate the locker rooms. And the key point is, Coach Petaway, student athletes are a different breed now. They want to see nice things, and they've gotten them in high school. On the collegiate level, they want to see it. And, and Southern University in their locker room capital ca campaign, Craig texts me, the, the price tag is $600,000. So please invest in yep. the capital campaign. Um, I, I made a donation uh, thanks to the budget director here of this household um, yesterday. <laughs> and um, so we're going to ask everybody to take part in this project. It is crucial. Student athletes, they deserve the best that we can give them, not only from an athletic standpoint, but from an academic standpoint, because they are yep. the future. And that complex, the field house, was built years ago. And I always think about this, maintenance, maintain. Whenever you get something, you got to keep it up, maintain it. Even in relationships, uh-oh, did I say that? Relationships, you gotta man, you gotta maintain that. And so uh, cars depreciate as soon as you drive them off the car lot, right? But you gotta make that maintenance, and that is one of the things when Southern with these new projects, not only Southern, all HBCU, Alabama and them, a basketball arena and multi-event uh, facility. Outstanding. Alabama State, Jackson State has done some things. UAPB, Texas Southern is getting ready to do a baseball stadium and other projects. So it's about maintaining, but also keeping fresh, updated facilities. That's all I'm going to say on that. Everyone out there, we appreciate uh, you tuning in and uh, let the conversation continue. I want to thank uh, Brian Fulford producing today's show and uh, oh can't forget spring game april 1st 3 p.m at aw mumford stadium spot the ball how about this coach Pedaway and, and wheeler coach Dooley says he will name a starter after the spring game 
I know Charles Edmonds is rolling over to hear that. You know, <laughs> That's he, good. he believes Charles in going into the fall. Yeah. Hey, I like it. If I know who the guy is, put him out there, yeah. and then it's his job to yeah. keep it. I love it, Coach right. Doolin. And also, one of the best well-dressed guy coaches in America. What did they say? His drip is outstanding. On that note, appreciate everyone. We'll join you next Saturday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time for another edition of the Carlos Brown Show right here exclusively on the Black College Sports Network. Until next Saturday, as always, peace and God bless. going in, not going to drown today. Fixing your credit score can be scary, but with Credit Versio, we take the fear out of it. <sighs> okay, you can do this. Be brave. Don't cry again. Hey, <laughs> this isn't too bad. Credit Versio helps dispute negative marks on your credit using our state-of-the-art technology that guides you every step of the way. It's never been easier to fix your credit and increase your credit score. Seriously, you can do this. Visit creditversio.com right now to get started.